I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all Like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better and cooler too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit mypillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again when the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes will you join our crusade who will be strong and stand with me beyond the barricade is there a world you long to see and join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of 
sure this is the right place to recruit for a militia. God save King George! Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Thunder, 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 thunder
fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Vlin. Hello, Patriots. So what the fuck's going on, fuckers? Did you guys have a good weekend? I hope so. We had a pretty good one and uh, got a lot of shit to go over tonight. Um, yeah, we do. A lot of it, believe it or not, the news media is just catching up to where you all are at. Um, well, maybe not everybody because not. I mean, you you went over that like a year and a half ago. And if you guys have been listening to us for a, a lot hot of minute, audience in the last year and a half, that probably hasn't heard that. For you guys that have been listening for a hot minute, this is nothing new. We all know this. This has all been done. It's all been said. And obviously, I'm talking about the Epstein shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we did two episodes. I gave it two nights because I thought it was important at the time over a year and a half ago. And we gave it two episodes and I went through all of these names. You've all heard all of this shit. You all know it. We knew it a year and a half ago. It's just the news is catching up to us now. It's about fucking time. Or they've been saving it. Mm, There's possibilities there. I think there's, I think anything's on the table. I think anything's in play now. Going into 24, I think anything is in play. I don't think, uh, I think we're going to even see crazy shit from the Republicans this time around. I'm, I I got a feeling that you're going to see ballot harvesting. You're going to see yep. stuff that Republicans have never done and they're not good at it. They're going to get caught doing it. Well, why now? That's another great question. Why now? Legal in some places. What, why are they bringing this out now? Well, there was a bunch more shit that also broke today. And if you weren't paying attention, you didn't hear about it. There was some more shit about Joe and Hunter. Hunter had to testify today, if you're not aware. Mm -hmm. And uh, for his daughter, Hunter had to stand in front of a judge and give a sworn deposition that did not go over swimmingly from what I understand. Basically, the judge sat there and said, you are the child's father. Like a Jerry Springer episode. Well, uh, Hunter tried to say that he couldn't afford to pay the child support. Yeah, and the judge said bullshit. And uh, it turns out that Hunter apparently turned over the in- his interest in this Chinese equity company to his lawyer. That's how he's claiming he couldn't pay, pay the child support. He he gave that to his lawyer. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's the same lawyer that paid his legal fees. Um Would you go? What are you doing, dumbass? Hold on. Let's see what this idiot's barking at. Well, if you don't kill yourself tripping. Anyway, she was going to a Chinese town on her way out. You know, she's going to go by tripping, you know, just saying. Joking. Anyway, um, yeah, but all of that happened today, too. And there's more shit coming out about it. So we're just going to. There was a big white van parked outside our house for a moment. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. There's a big white van slowly rolling by the house. But stopped long enough to set the dogs off. They started barking. It kept going. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was also um, a newer Ford F-150 that drove by today with dealer plates on, really? the, on the back. And uh, J.C. Lewis plates on the front and uh, dealer plates, like temp plates on the back mm-hmm. um, with a... Uh, a gentleman in the front seat that just screamed. Um, Doesn't fit in this neighborhood. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Yeah, never seen them before. We live in a very small, closed community. Could be, but I, I, I know they, all the neighbors. If they show up here, I'm going to send them into the backyard, and I'm not going to tell them why, and I'm going to let them meet the gator and then come running out the front, um, just because that's going to be funnier than fucking shit. And I'll just let it happen, and I'll try and warn you, but... <laughs> no, no, we'll set the dogs off after them, and then we'll tell them to run into the pond. There you go. Because the dogs are scared of water. <laughs> That'll work. Go into the pond. The dogs won't get you there. <laughs> even though they wouldn't even chase after him. <sighs> oh, geez. Get the night off. Asking for a friend. Who gets the night off? What are you talking about? I, I didn't even get a day off. Dude. Fuck. I worked today. It sucked. Um, I know I, I actually, chose that. but my, my whole day was like, my whole day was fucked up. Right? Because your whole day was fucked up. So listen to this. I had to drive. An hour and 40 minutes this morning. Mm -hmm. So in total, I spent three hours and uh, 20 minutes on the road just driving for one job. That sounds like my everyday driving the kid to and from school, but okay. So, and then I had to drive back to here and then all the way up to Tybee. Mm -hmm. So another hour ride out, another hour ride back. You drove back here so that you could take a shit. No. I drove back. No, that was this morning. That was after the <laughs> South Carolina job. After I came to my job here, and then and went you to were my really South hoping to smoke a bowl, but my mother was here. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> true. Because, all right, sleep's overrated. See, that's what I, I'm talking when about. When I brought, my, I I had to bring my car into the shop this morning because I got the oil changed before I went to Texas, which I took Mike's truck to Texas. But um, when I, I don't know, it's just making this weird noise ever since I got the oil changed, and I brought it to the dealer. Uh, because I wanted them to look at something else too. Anyway, um, that I thought they'd fucked up the last time that I brought it in. So I brought it in and they're like, they first, they tell me it's going to be $200. I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> and uh, so they take the whole car apart and, uh, but then I had my mom come pick me up. So I dropped the kid off at school at like 7.30. I went and got a cup of coffee and then brought the car to the dealership, which is right down the road at 8 o'clock. And my mom picked me up at like 8.30, right? So they take the whole car apart and they're like, we have no idea what's wrong with it. We can't, like, we, we have no idea what we're talking about. Like, the tires are really loud. I'm sorry, what? They're like, yeah, the tires are really loud on the road. They weren't loud before I got my oil changed and now they're fucking loud? Like... How does that happen? Did you put different tires on my car? It doesn't. Exactly. I'm like, they're, well, we rotated them. Well, okay. We'll fucking rotate them back. Anyway, then they tried to tell me some fucking, I don't know, sway bar cap was busted or some shit. And they wanted fucking $300 to replace it. I'm like, is the car going to fall apart on the way home? No, good. Put that shit back together the way it was. And uh, they didn't charge me anything. So. They sent me Sarah, a fuck up. I they sent a me a, they sent me an invoice or they actually sent me an email saying, um, thank you for your payment. And I was like, wait, what? I, I was like, did my mom like fucking call and pay is like a, a like surprise gift? Like what the fuck? And I opened it up and it said, no, there was, there was zero balance due and 
zero payment. So thank you for your payment of nothing because we fucked up your car and they probably fixed it and just didn't want to admit it. To That's be honest. probably what it is. That's what I'm thinking. They probably did something really stupid. Yep. That's what I'm thinking because it if it didn't make the noise before and now it makes the noise, fuck Ooh. them. They're an idiot. They did something stupid. They probably left a ratchet somewhere or and it was rattling like, around making a noise. They didn't tighten the oil pan up all the way and like one well, edge no, of it because was, it's not fuck, an fuck oil pan. It's a fucking drain plug. Whatever. Stop. I don't fucking know. I've well, you would have had oil. oil you would have had oil all over the all fucking right, place. Well, I don't know. But um, anyway. I would have noticed that. And then my mom sketch picked me up she was like oh you want to go back to my house i was like no 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 i'll be there all fucking day no i was like no come come to my house mom and see the gardens because i gotta walk the dogs and let the birds out and yada 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 so she came over here and she hung out here for like an hour and then she's like all right well let's go back to my house so that i can you know bring you to pick up your car and your kid this afternoon i was like what do you i don't need you to bring pick up my car i'm i'm good she's like but what are you gonna drive i'm like Mixed truck is right there. She's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, mom, I love you. Bye bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, although she she did ask me. So my mom, um, she had a cataract surgery, glaucoma surgery. What fuck, glaucoma? I think. Anyway, they put this fucking the oxygen mask on her face, and it's left a permanent bruise on her face. Like shit's crazy. Like it literally looks like she got like hit in the face. Like. It's crazy. All down here, her whole cheeks, her cheekbones. You know, have you seen that? Anyway, um, she's been trying to get a tan to cover it up. She's just enough to wear makeup, but it's all bruised. So I've been giving her, um, I was like, try some of this Kush creams. I gave her the face cream and uh, that I absolutely love. So she's been using that and it's gotten significantly better. Like it looks a lot better. Um, so she's like, you got any more of that face cream? I feel like a fucking drug dealer. <laughs> my mom's like, you got any more of that face cream? I'm like, I think I have another one, mom. So Megan, the next time you send a box, I need more face cream. <laughs> I, I, you know, I got that. I got that thing. You got that some of that face cream, that face cream stuff, you know? I have a secret document that I think you need to say. Oh. I'll need a face <laughs> That will be all. Dude, I, Sparky, I've been trying to get my mom to smoke weed for years. There's like one woman in this Literally world that needs for to. like 30 fucking years. My Sorry. dad smokes in secret from my mom. And like, I mean, we're not going to keep it a secret from my mom anymore. She knows we smoke. Um, but uh, I'm like, mom. And then uh, they put her on Prozac when she started going through the change. And she was a fucking demon. And uh, they put her on Prozac, and then she didn't even know her own name. She was worse than a demon. She was horrible. She was a retarded demon. Okay. She didn't even know who to pester. I know. It was and ridiculous. Then, like, she took the Prozac, and she's like, oh, this is great. Like, I'm sleeping through the night. Like, I can't remember the last time I got eight hours of sleep. I'm like, Mom, if you just smoked that drug with me in high school, you'd have been sleeping through the night this entire time. <laughs> That's it. But I mean, she still didn't. So, anyway. Anyway. Um, no, Griff, the, uh, this, the face cream has, uh, CBD in it. So yes. the Kush creams, face cream. It's freaking amazing. It's like whipped. It's super light. It's amazing. Anyway. Um, so yeah, but that set me off my whole day. Cause my mom hung out for like two hours and then, I mean, I got some stuff done and then I had to go and pick up paper and coffee creamer and whatnot. And, um, and the child and the child. And then, uh, of course, uh, like we're almost home and I get the notification that my car was ready. And I was like, well, I guess it's sitting there tonight. Um, Come back and do this. 
And I had to make dog food and put the birds up and like I got all the chickens in and all the ducks were already in. And as soon as I got the chickens in, the ducks all hightailed it right back out. And I'm like, no, 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 come back in. And then as soon as I got the duck back, ducks back in, the chickens all left. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me right now? Anyway, I picked peanut butter up and brought her in the enclosure. And then as soon as I put her down, that bitch came and attacked me and like pecked the shit out of me again. Fuck it. You know what? I'm done. You're the first one dying. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> You're the first one we're eating for dinner. Yes. Make your mother some of your cookies. Oh, dude, I made my dad some of my cookies. And um, I think my mom might have had one because she slept for like an entire day. <laughs> <laughs> what was in those cookies? Holy <laughs> shit. I told my dad, I was like, don't eat these and drive. Yeah. If mom's really driving you crazy, give her like half of one. <laughs> Because it's going to put her and then on her don't ass. let her drive. Oh, I his voice priceless. <laughs> she was sitting he, next to me when I was calling. Where are my birds at? And you were calling here, ducky, ducky, ducky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the duckies are they're hysterical. They're very funny. All right. Anyway, on to the bullshit. Fuck around. Yes. Fuck around. I, I have in says. front of me you know, the slides on the diversity training and the equity and the inclusion training. How much money and time do we really spend on that? Can we get a better sense to help educate everyone? I can provide you, you know, exact information for the record, but I will tell you, our, most of our training, most of our focus is on the readiness of the force. And part of that readiness of the force is to ensure that they were building cohesive teams and part of those cohesive teams is to get to know to left so, and, right. and I appreciate that. And one of the things it talks about not in one of your slides is not to not to recognize people as moms and dads. I mean, as a mother, I take a little bit of offense to that. It also talks about not using the word terrorist. Can you explain why we wouldn't use the word terrorist and mom and dad? I, I think you got to get that message out because I think a lot of people are really frustrated and and they feel like we're polarizing as opposed to coming together. What, what I would tell you is that uh, what I perceive is if we're misreading some of the aspects of the things we're trying to do as we move the Air Force forward. And then we look at how we build cohesive teams. Uh, General Brown, I, I do have to ask you a question that sort of stems from what Ms. McLean was asking about. She showed you this curriculum from the Air Force Academy, and she asked you why the terms mom and dad were disfavored. And, and you said that you're working to build cohesive teams. So just wondering, how do the terms mom and dad impair cohesive team building? You know, part of uh, leadership is understanding the people you are privileged to lead. And as you have that opportunity, you get to know them. And every one of us grows up differently and has different experiences, different backgrounds. And we can't assume when we engage with them. And so from that perspective, you've got to uh, be uh, uh, to build that team and to build that trust with uh, uh, with our airmen and to, in part because that trust is part of the cohesion that gives you the, the strong team to be able to go execute what the nation asks us to do. I understand better than most that families at times aren't defined by blood or even paperwork. And I know you have to recruit folks from different family environments into the Air Force. But do you think maybe it puts downward pressure on recruiting some of the people who do have moms and dads and do use the term mom and dad if in the curriculum of the academy it seems to disfavor those terms? No, I don't. And what's your basis for that belief? 
Because I think part of leadership is dignity and respect of those you're privileged to lead. You don't and think it disrespects people? I do not. You don't do think not. it disrespects moms and dads when they send their um, young uh, children, I guess, becoming adults into the academy, and, and then they see that mom and dad are disfavored terms? Do, do you agree that mom and dad should be disfavored terms? I, I think we need to respect the fact that they have either parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles that the sometimes raised uh, young people. Sure. But do you, I, I mean, I know folks who've been raised by aunts and uncles and none of them have ever told me that when they hear someone else call their parent, mom or dad, that that upsets them. Do, do you know of people who, who are, who feel excluded when others refer to their parents as mom or dad? I don't, uh, or either way, whether it's aunts, uncles, moms, and dads, I have not uh, come across anyone. That, uh, if I could, sure. the point of that slide, I'm familiar with it, came out of the Air Force Academy. It was actually created by cadets for training, and it's not very artful. But the point was that you shouldn't, uh, it was not to diminish moms and dads. It was to just make people aware that that's, that particular family configuration is not the I don't know, Mr. That Secretary. Was, it, says, it says uh, that you want to use parents, caregivers, or guardians instead of mom and dad. So when you say instead of, it kind of does seem to disfavor. I, and I appreciate not every slide is perfect. And if you're saying this is an artful and we're not going to try to disfavor mom or dad or make people feel bad, I think that would be progress to hear that, you. That, you're, you're correct. It wasn't okay, artful. Great. I don't think they're using that slide anymore. And one thing the chairman and I certainly would not take exception with is that they, you seem to favor the term y'all. So no, no objection there. Mom and dad, y'all, this is all bullshit. Smoke and mirrors. So the chair force is uh, is is hard back in the race for the uh, most woke, gayest branch of the service. Where is that one video that you showed me earlier that you said you had a clip for? Which one? Why are we fucked up now? I don't know. Hmm. Huh. We're retarded. Anyway, um, the one that you showed me earlier and you were like, oh, I've got the clip. Oh, I've yeah, got yeah, that well, clip. Um, I was looking at it. I found it on my phone. You were like, oh, I've got that one for tonight. I want to play that right now because I think that is an explanation of this. Because I believe I when know. you get lied to over and over again, like we have been, mm -hmm. eventually that catches up. And eventually it produces its own staple, I guess, of fact, so to speak, because, well, you're going to see it right now. Just well, watch this. Hold on. Well, before you do that, real quick, I was talking yesterday um, about how, how I was a sociology minor in college. And one of the things we learned that I found most fascinating was social mirroring, which is a type of projection, where basically... If you tell a child from the time they're very young, regardless of what their intelligence level is, you tell them they're stupid over and over again from the time they're young, they'll be stupid, right? Um, you tell them they're, you know, they're, they're piece of shit, they're worthless, whatever it is, they, you say it enough times, they're going to believe it and that's how they're going to act. Um, the reverse is also true. It's a manifestation of an attitude or a, a principle in a yeah. person. Social mirroring. Yes. Mm -hmm. And this is all very important right now. Why? Because so many times we have been, when you've been told to believe a lie over and over again, before you, it doesn't take much 
you're going to believe it. Mm-hmm. You're going to end up believing that lie. And that's what we've been fighting against. That's what we've been trying to do. That's what we've been trying to combat, at least, is getting people to open their eyes and realize, oh, shit, yeah, you're right. We've been lied to this whole time. And when you see this, you're going to understand what we're talking about. Yep. Trust me, this is going to make sense all real quick, fast, and in a hurry. And be honest. Don't lie, because I'm going to pause this at a point. I'm going to let you all answer. Mm -hmm. Despite what you might be thinking, these two circles are not equal. I repeat, these two circles are not equal. One is, in fact, larger than the other. What I need you to do is determine which one that is. So please raise your hand if you believe the blue circle is larger than the red. All right. Please raise your hand if you believe the red circle is larger than the blue. Okay, so go ahead in the chat. Everybody put your, tell me which one you think is bigger, the blue or the red one. Just put blue or red. Just put blue or red. Which one do you think is bigger, blue or red? Yeah, I know it is getting skippy. I don't know why. Okay, Gerby said blue. Red. Wicked said blue. No, Lindsay said blue. Wicked said same. Lindsay said blue is larger. Oh, Wicked, Wicked said they're both the same. Okay. Yeah. Josh said they're same. Okay. Cisco said red. Griff said blue. Okay. All right. So All we're right. getting some people yep. to comment. All right. So you guys, okay. I'm holding you to your, your comments. I'm going to say right off the bat, I said blue too. That's where I went was blue. All right. Very good. Now, before I said anything about these two circles, what was your first instinct? Equal, right? they look equal. And the reason why they look equal is because, in fact, they are equal. These two circles are identical. (laughs) Yet I got just about every one of you to raise your hand and say that they're not. So what did we learn? That you can be manipulated like that to believe in something that goes against your natural instincts. Just, Just imagine, just imagine as a child, you're taught that the blue circle is larger than the red. If you say it enough times, you convince yourself that's the truth. If you're told the lie enough times, it becomes part of your reality. And if enough people are taught that lie, that the blue circle is larger than the red, well, now it becomes part of the culture. And if that culture then passes that misinformation along to the next generation, well, now it becomes tradition. So understanding this, if you're told from a young age that black people are bad and Catholics are are the evil, the dirt of the world. And they're the most evil people you'll ever meet. If you're told that over and over again, you're going to believe it. If you're told over and over again, that the liberals didn't want to kill your kids by shutting the schools down. Well, you're eventually going to believe it. The sheeple will believe it. You remember that horrific video we watched a couple weeks back of those those black children just straight up attacking that little white girl. Yep. That's taught. That's what that is. That is learned behavior. 100%. And that's exactly what this is. It is learned behavior. That's all you're seeing right now. And what you're being told about this whole Epstein thing, you have been lied to so much. I, to be honest with you, I I don't even know what's, true and what's false anymore when it comes to Epstein because we've been lied to so much about it. We don't know. The only way we would know is if Epstein were still alive and he's not Mm because Hillary ensured that that didn't happen. Because if Epstein was still alive, this is the crazy part. Okay. 
because this is where it gets crazy because not only did Epstein, you know, have a lot of the same people in Joe's circle that Joe has, but one of his biggest ones was this lawyer. And if you haven't heard this yet, it just broke today. They're, they're all trying to say, even Bongino was out talking about it today. Even though we broke it a year and a half ago. Biden CIA chief met with Epstein several times and the financier convicted of a child sex crime. And in 2014, in 2008, was J Epstein's first conviction for child rape. Okay. Mm -hmm. He was convicted of child rape. Slap on the wrist. He got a slap on the wrist. He, he had to, he literally had like work release. He had to go to jail on the weekends. So then tell me something. Why was the head of the CIA meeting with Jeffrey Epstein in 2014 over 12 times? Probably because Epstein had some blackmail on him. Or he had blackmail on the CIA chief or. That's what I meant. Epstein he was no, or he was providing the same shit that he was already providing to the Iranians mm -hmm. because believe it or not, he was working for Iranian intelligence. Yes. Yes. IGI. He most certainly was. He was working for Iranian intelligence and he was providing them information on Western diplomats that were involved with shit on planes with kids present. Hmm. Not only that, he met with this CIA chief, which you can go look up. Um, his name currently is D William Burns. He mm -hmm. had three meetings with Jeffrey Epstein in 2014 as the top spy chief for the CIA and then met with him another eight times after that. So uh, he became the former director under Joe Biden in 2021. He met with Epstein when he was preparing to leave his position in the government, a CIA spokeswoman, uh, Tammy Kupperman Thorpe said. The director did not know anything about him other than he was introduced as an expert in financial services sector and offered general advice on transition to the private sector. Uh, he had no relationship with Epstein prior to that, supposedly, um, and after when he was found dead in the 2019 jail cell after killery, after he got killeried. Uh, he also met with, um, or he then hired Catherine Rumler, who is Obama's fixer. And you've heard that name a billion times on the show before. Catherine Rumbler has always seemed to find her way, not only into Obama's business, but Joe Biden's business as well. Because immediately this CIA chief went and hired her as his defense lawyer. Mm. Hmm. Tell me they're not connected, please. Somebody, but You've already known this. This has all been well known. Catherine Rumler has been around Epstein and all of this shit and Hillary Clinton and Obama. And he she has been running protect. She's the protection racket for the deplorable DNC. That's what she does. Her job is protection for them. She's been running protection since day one. She hasn't stopped. Oh, but they thought he was rehabilitated. Who? They they all said that they thought that Epstein was rehabilitated. No. That's why they had contact with him after his no. After they were his charge in two thousand eight because Get you this. know he served his time. He did his and and he he should be allowed to rejoin society after you, serving his time as you, a pedophile, right? You ready for this one? Hmm. In August twenty fourteen. Oh, we can't call them pedophiles anymore. Now they're they're youth attracted people. No, they're pedophiles and. 2000 in 2014 mm -hmm. in august of 2014 mm -hmm. 
Guess who went to Jeffrey Epstein's island? Yeah. Catherine Rumler. No. She spent two weeks there. Really? With Ghislaine and Jeffrey. Really? Just the and, two of them? And she, I'm sure there was other people on the island. She flew in Jeffrey's private plane. Oh, the Lolita Express? Lolita Express. Mm, okay. That's a nice vacation. It's, that's right next to James Biden's island, isn't it? Yes. Hmm. Just Thought throwing so. it out there. Thought Don't so. tell me that this is happenstance. But we have been lied to so much that America doesn't even see this. If you bring this up in common conversation, you're just going to be laughed at as a conspiracy theorist and shift away. Oh, just go away. Just go away. Everybody knows Epstein didn't kill himself because they saw it, you know, and um, spelled out on the target stockings. Oh, I, I thought that he didn't kill himself because Hillary Clinton had him killed. Because all of a sudden the video cameras went down, the guard went to sleep, and Jeffrey hung himself? Mm -hmm. And his cellmate was removed. Yeah, that doesn't see. I don't know. No part of this makes any sense. That's where our problem is. That's why mm -hmm. shit is the way it is. I mean, you're right, Lindsay. Not everyone that gets training on how to drive uh, drive submarines. The question, though, is who is better at driving a speedboat? Obama? Or Epstein. Or no, no, no. What's his name? Come on. The actor. With the little Asian girl in the speedboat with Obama. He was in all those movies. Oh, yeah. George Clooney. Um, mm. Yes. Oh, he's. You remember that one? He's a daft leftist, too. Mm -hmm. Yes, this, this is true. You're right. You're right. Good point. Good point. What is this one? This is more find out. So I don't know what this one oh, is. Oh, this is. This is. um. Who'd have thunk this would ever happen? Oh, uh, no. You're kidding me, right? Mm. CDC is investigating a cluster of serious brain infections, which include pus-filled pockets known as brain abscesses that they uh, they seem to be growing at an alarming rate. CNN senior medical correspondent Elizabeth Cohen is now live with more. Elizabeth, walk us through these symptoms. What are they seeing? Yes, doctors in Clark County, Nevada, Boris, were seeing more children than they're used to seeing. This is a pretty unusual event, but they were seeing more. So let's take a look at what the numbers say. So before COVID, they were seeing about four cases of brain abscesses, infections in the brain in children. And then when they looked in 2022, it was 18. So they saw the numbers go up and up during the pandemic. And those numbers, again, still very strong. There's no other documentation of this happening in other places in the U.S., but doctors do in other places are telling CNN sort of anecdotally they're seeing more of these. These are infections that can often start, say, in, in the mouth, maybe sort of the child has a cavity or something like that, or a sinus infection, and that can sometimes travel into the brain. Boris? So, Elizabeth, what's causing this? You know, some people have a theory that it's because, you know, for a period of time during COVID, children weren't in school, they weren't being exposed to germs the way they usually are. So now they're sort of their defenses are lower. But I've been speaking with experts who say, actually, one of them said ridiculous. That was how, what they, how they described that theory. They're saying, you know, is it possible? Sure, anything's possible. They think that there are other explanations here. First of all, remember, this is just one county. This it's could just be a blip. Um, but in addition, there could be other things going on. For example, during COVID, maybe children got COVID and then they got these secondary infections. There are all sorts of reasons why this could be happening. 
Oh, yeah. Sepsis in the brain is not a common, normal occurring. Yeah, thing. That's, uh, there's all sorts of reasons that could be happening. There, you know, for it to go from four cases a year to eighteen cases, it, it takes um, it, it, it takes quite a bit for you to get sepsis in your brain cavity. Mm. You've got to be really fucked up to get sepsis in your brain cavity. Yeah, remember all the kids that got sick all at once in a Vegas school? Yep. Um, but you know, interesting though. Because they said that it's uh, not really. Well, kind of, but not really. It's a parasite. Uh, probably wouldn't wouldn't surprise me, but mm -hmm. it all has to do too with the jab, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, this is jab because related. They, they this have, has got to be. Of course, related. it is. They have no. They have no more. They have no way of fighting at all. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's it's weird. jab. It's jab related. It's obvious. Yep. 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 So you have these under the combination too. I do. This will be good to see. I hope you got some real FAFOs. Let's see. I mean, I'm bringing Klaus Schwab to the table. That's some FAFO, isn't it? That is. I it's give you that. Always, that is always FAFO. Yeah. That's just fuck around and find out. Yep. I mean, just what it is. That's the title of it right there. Because if we are looking at the future, I think we should look at new solutions, and the new solutions will be very much driven by technological uh, developments. Artificial intelligence. Hold on. We're going to go back a little bit there because there's some writing here. Artificial intelligence and smart automation is about to change the world much faster than most people realize. Mm, according to official UK government estimates, AI and smart automation will cause 18% job displacement in the next 10 years. In the US, 45 million jobs lost by 2030. That sounds promising. It's not just blue collar workers that will be impacted in the very near future. All employment sectors are going to see some big changes. Mm -hmm. The impact on tax revenues and public expenditure cannot be overstated while estimates vary. We can be certain our current system of welfare will collapse long before we reach this point. In the coming years, governments will either need to drastically cut public spending or become wholly reliant on contributions from the wealthiest individuals and largest multinational businesses, like Klaus Schwab. The global corporate elite know this. They know that soon they will be forced to pick up the tab for the rest of society. That's why we're seeing this transformation in society, the widespread diminishing of the civil rights and living standards of ordinary people. They're attempting to limit their future liabilities. All major political parties know this and are allowing it to happen. They're afraid that if they do not, the elite will relocate to different territories where taxation is cheaper. But there are alternative solutions. Join the fight back. And this is from the UK Freedom Campaign, so at UK Freedom Camp. They're finally catching up to everything that we've been talking about. 
that it's only about time. One of the reasons that they are trying to kill us all is because they plugged Alice in and that bitch is taking over. Well, I don't I'm not sure about that, but mm-hmm. I, I I think they're attempting to. I think that is what their next step is. And that's the scary part, because, again, when it comes self-aware, folks, we're fucked. That's it. We're all fucking screwed. Now this is old school. This is this is a, a blast from the past. Like, how is that one the last one though? Fuck around and find out. Because mm. we're really still fucking around with AI. We haven't found out yet with AI. We're fucking around at a level ten with AI. We're not yet finding out at a level ten. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna find out it's gonna happen overnight. We're not even gonna be able to do a fuck around and find out board on it. That's why they're trying to kill everyone first because they couldn't just. You know, put billions of people out of work. Yeah, but you know, AI could kill us so much faster. Mm-hmm. AI would be able to just destroy us overnight with a sound, with a frequency. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so if you don't believe that everything you hear from the mainstream media is controlled, we'll let somebody else tell you. This is um, Sig Mickelson. He was the president of CBS. Yeah, from 1954 to 1961. He's long dead now. Yes. He also got fired, too, mm-hmm. in 61, by the way, just so you're aware, because he did this. Uh, at CBS, uh, we uh, had been contacted by the CIA. As a matter of fact, by the time I became the head of the whole news and public affairs operation in 1954, ships had been established, and I was told about them and asked if I'd carry on with them. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to the national news services, AP and UPI. Well, again, I think we're getting into the kind of detail, Mr. Chairman, that I'd prefer to handle in executive session. I think it was entirely in order for our correspondents at that time to make use of the CIA agent chiefs of station and other members of the executive staff of CIA as sources of information which were useful in their assessments of world conditions. Would you say that continues today? Well, I, yeah, I would think probably for a reporter it would continue today, but because of all of the revelations of the period of the 1970s, uh, it seems to me that a reporter's got to be much more circumspect in doing it now, or he runs the risk of uh, at least being looked at with considerable disfavor by the public. I think you've got to be much more careful about it. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal? We do have people who submit pieces to other two American journals. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks? This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into in executive session. So the Central Intelligence Agency owns everyone of any significance in the major media 
The Central Intelligence Agency owns every one of any significance in the major media. William Coby, CIA director, 1973 to 1976. Yeah. So if one more time, if you do not believe that your media is state run, or we do not live in a Soviet-based oligarch system. You are higher than a kite, and you and I need to start smoking the same shit, because I'm going to tell you right now, we are living in fascism right now in the United States. Mm. And it's outlawed by our Constitution. It's a shield. Our Constitution is supposed to be a shield against it. Okay? What Constitution? Tell me something. How are we, quote unquote, in the land of the free and the home of the brave? Oh. This is a serious question. Land of the free and home of the brave. But man, I don't see any free. I don't see any freedom. Yeah. More like and home bravery. Of the slave. Is, yeah. It's becoming home of the slave. I mean, one of the biggest parts of this, and this is the part that I think a lot of people realized, I think, I think COVID did a number to us, but I, I think COVID did another number that they were not expecting. Mm -hmm. People sat at home, they started listening, they started watching, they started learning and they started asking questions like, why am I so scared of something I can't see? Mm -hmm. Okay. How and, come no one's dying at home and they're all only dying in the hospital? Did you know it came out in a lawsuit today that 99% of the patients that received remdesivir were unvaccinated? No. Like they were targeted. Mm. Mm -hmm. As if. Well, what about the rest of them that actually got the jab and got remdesivir? Mm. What are those numbers like? Survival rates are zero. Uh, most people that got the jab didn't get remdesivir. They got ivermectin in the hospital. Huh? Yeah. Where did that come out of? You need to pull that story like ASAP. Got you right here. Go for it. No, tell everybody where you found that information. Okay. Cause I think that's important because that's shit that we need to start spreading around and start putting in these morons eyes mm -hmm. that are liberals that believe, well, the jab, the jab works. The government loves me. So out of LifeSite News, attorney breaks COVID establishment's immunity defense in remdesivir wrongful death case. So Matthew P. Tyson said he found the drug carries a 3,000% higher risk of death than other medications. Uh, and what could be a turning point for efforts to hold COVID-19 treatment manufacturers accountable for the dangers of their products? The California medical freedom attorney says he's been able to circumvent a legal defense based on a federal law immunizing drug companies from liability under certain circumstances. Uh, the Federal Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness, the PREP Act of 2005, authorizes the Secretary of Health and Human Services to limit legal liability for losses relating to the administration of medical countermeasures, such as diagnostic treatments and vaccines, according to the Congressional Research Service. Okay. Okay, near the beginning of the pandemic, the Trump's administration's HHS invoked the act in declaring the, the virus a public health emergency. So no one could be held accountable for anything that was done. Okay. So under the sweeping immunity, CRS explains the federal government, state governments, manufacturers, and distribu distributors of covered countermeasures and licensed or otherwise authorized health professionals distributing those countermeasures are shielded from all claims of loss stemming from those countermeasures with the exception of death or serious physical injury 
brought about through willful misconduct, a standard that, among other hurdles, requires the offender to have acted intentionally to achieve a wrongful purpose. See, but right there, Wicks, my father-in-law, was jabbed, Mm -hmm. boosted, got COVID, and was given remdesivir morphine and was vented and died of a stroke and kidney failure, not COVID. Now, then this is particular to California. This is what he found in California. Okay, so uh, let's, you said 99% America. No, I said said 99% of people that had gotten remdesivir. Now, this is based on this lawsuit. From in California. In California. Right. So in okay. California, in California, what they're saying is those that were not vaccinated that mm-hmm. went into the hospital with COVID were given remdesivir, where those who were vaccinated were given ivermectin instead. So uh, the PrEP Act has made it difficult to penalize doctors, hospitals, and pharmaceutical companies for deaths and other harms attributable to the COVID vaccines, lockdowns, ventilators, and other measures. But attorney Matthew P. Tyson, who specializes in cases relating to vaccine objectors and injury stemming from the controversial COVID drug remdesivir, says that he's made a breakthrough against such defenses. So uh, speaking on a public podcast published Saturday by the Truth for Health Foundation, Tyson explained that in a remdesivir wrongful death case he is currently representing in California, he is able to bypass the immunity defense thanks to a creative legal strategy. This included taking advantage of the state's Protection of Human Subjects and Medical Experimentation Act, which is essentially California's own version of the Nuremberg Code, which forbids human medical experimentation without informed consent as to the potential risks. While the PrEP Act covers the dispensing of remdesivir itself, Tyson explained his firm developed an argument that it does not apply to, in action, the failure to do something. But we're focusing on something that happened earlier in the timeline, and that is when the physician and the patient are having their consultation and deciding what treatment to give, he said. We're looking at that time window. And the physician has a fiduciary duty in California to disclose everything to the patient or to the patient's representative that the patient would reasonably think is important. That includes the planned drug use, its risks, alternative treatments, and any conflicts such as financial interests that the physician may have directly or indirectly in giving a treatment. And we're focusing on the failure to make those fiduciary disclosures to the patient or patient representative that inaction in violation of a fiduciary duty, which under California law amounts to constructive fraud. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, because that's part of the crime. You yes. have to. Yes, you have you to tell have people to... that you're getting a thirty-five thousand dollar bonus for giving them remdesivir. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't not but disclose that. It's like, it's like mm-hmm. a salesman who's going to get six percent commission on the, your sale. Yeah. That salesman your is real required agent. to yeah. tell you that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm going to make six percent mm-hmm. off of this. So uh, Tyson also revealed in his work on these cases, he found that ninety-nine percent of remdesivir deaths were people not vaccinated for COVID, suggesting that the prescriptions were discriminatory in nature. He also said he found the drug carries a 3,000% higher risk of death than other medications. Okay, so that is literally, that is fuck around and find out because you just found out that this Mm -hmm. is a 3,000% more risk. Go ahead. You know what? I've gotten to the point with my family members in there. I'll go get the remdesivir. Go for it. You know what? I'm I'm tired of saying no. I've said no to my heart's content. I can't say no anymore. You know what? The only way you're going to do it, the only way you're going to learn is if you fuck around and find out on your own. Mm-hmm. So that case, go for it. Go do it. So if uh, you think that's the way you need to go, go for it. He closed by saying doctors have a duty to review the literature, especially in an emerging crisis, and to stay abreast of these developing guidelines. Yeah, doctors don't care. All Sa- they care about safety, is making money. Safety and avoiding harm should always come first in a clinical environment. They don't fucking care. COVID-19 is a 99.9% survival rate. Remdesivir 
decreases this survival rate exponentially. This protocol is cruel, deadly, unnecessary, and also it turns out highly financially incentivized. Oh, and not to mention that not, you know, oh, by the way, the government bought like the next 10 years worth of stock from uh, of Remdesivir. Oh, yeah. From Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Just so you're aware, that's where it comes from. Mm -hmm. If you weren't aware, now you're aware. Pfizer comes or Pfizer makes remdesivir. Just just in case you all did not know that. Let's let's make sure that we understand this. Yeah. They killed my daddy with remdesivir and midazolam. Yes, they did. Mm -hmm. Midazolam slows your heart way, way, way. You should never take midazolam. Midazolam should only be taken. 2-PAM chloride, which is what midazolam is, should only be taken in a nuclear, biological, and chemical attack. That's the only time you should ever take midazolam. I mean, technically this was a biological attack, but... It slows your heart rate down to almost next to nothing, to Mm -hmm. almost to where you're dead. The only way you survive midazolam is atropine. That's it. Because it's the only thing that can get your heart going mm-hmm. fast enough to get it back into a northern sinus rhythm. I, I'm telling you, this is, folks, this is, all this information is there. Yep. Liana yells at you. I yell at you. Velen yells at you. James yells, everybody in this side of the sphere tells you, do your own homework. Go sit down in front of your computer for 10 minutes a night and just research something for five seconds. If you've got a question about it, learn your own shit. Because when you learn about all of this shit, you see the scam. The scam is obvious. They have been pushing money into drug companies for years. For what? And at whose behest? Not at ours. Not at yours. You see some stupid drug. Oh, for instance, my favorite one this past weekend. This was a big one this past weekend. Did you guys hear about this drug they use for type 2 diabetes? Stops, uh, people are losing weight from it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This drug the FDA is talking about canceling because there are huge, huge fucking side effects. You look old as fuck with this drug. Quick, yeah, it fucks your whole internal. Like, there are huge side effects. Like, people are dying from this drug. It's bad. Well, all these type two diabetes, but they're dying skinny. All these type two diabetes people came out and said, "Well, well, but but I'm afraid I'm going to gain the weight if I stop the drug." I'm like, look, fat ass, this is a simple fix. Get off your fat fucking ass. Get outside and start exercising. If you start exercising, you're going to lose weight naturally, which is way better than doing it with some drugs. Stop eating processed food. Stop drinking soda. Start drinking distilled water. Start growing your own food. Eat a fucking salad. Oh, shit, fatty. Go out and eat a salad. You'll be so much better. Preferably one that you picked from your own yard from the garden that you grew yourself. Tony Soprano said it best. Maybe you should try a salad. I'm just throwing it out there. For instance, I posted something on Instagram and I know Lindsay loved it, but it was a simple remedy back in the day where they took honey and they soaked onions in honey. Mm -hmm. 70 years ago, this is how you cured the common cold. Well, yeah, and because it has significant antibacterial and antiviral properties. And anti-inflammatory properties. Yep, most Huge definitely. anti-inflammatory. Oh, not only that, it also does this cool thing to your blood. It's called uh, Epilox. It's, it's really badass. If you use honey on open wounds, honey will 
heal your open wounds mm-hmm. three times faster than any drug that you put on open wound. We always use honey on our horses because actually um, not only would it heal a cut super fast, um, but their hair would grow back. Anything else, you'd end up with a, a scarred horse. So get this. You ready for this one? So there I am. 20th century medicine, folks. I'm in the hospital. I've got burns, third degree burns from the top of my knees all the way to just about my crotch, just below where my ball sag starts. That's how close it got. And it was all on fire. Okay. I have third degree burns on my hips. Okay. What, what do you think the first day right after they did the first skin graft to me, what do you think they did? They slathered you with honey. They covered my legs in honey. Yeah. I was licking it off of me. Yeah. I was still higher than a kite because I was on all sorts of drugs, but I was licking it off of me. They covered my legs in honey Mm -hmm. because it allowed the skin graft to take that much faster. Not only did it allow the skin graft to take that much faster, but my hair grew on top of the skin graft, which it doesn't happen unless you rub honey on it. Yep. If you do not run, rub honey on that shit. Mm -hmm. That doesn't take what's going on. Hold on. Always in Texas. What's going on? I got it. Scroll back up there. Two years ago, I couldn't stop it before it happened. Um, When he said they killed his daddy with remdesivir. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that is, that's fucking horrible. But this is the part right here. See that? If we had done our education, if we all knew about remdesivir, granted, we're not future tellers. I can't tell you the future. All I can tell you is what I've told you so far is everything I know. And everything you've heard me say. And everything I know, because I know a lot more than he does on this subject. So when I talk to my sources and I pass my information to you, that's all I'm here for. I'm passing information, information I know that's out there that nobody else is going to tell you about. Yep. Yeah. Egg whites, too. I don't know if it was mixed. It may have been mixed always in Texas. I'm just saying, if you cut yourself, do me a favor. The next time you cut yourself and guys that work in. All the time, you guys know what I'm talking about. You can't always take care of yourself. You wrap some electrical tape around it and you say, fuck it. You get home. That night when you get home, you rip off that electrical tape. Do me a favor. Instead of putting anything else on there, wash it out with some water. And hydrogen peroxide. And hydrogen peroxide. Then I want you to slap some. No, you don't even really have to do the hydrogen peroxide. It gets the dirt and debris out. I I know. But really, you don't have to do that. Just slap some honey on it. I'm dead serious. And just let it sit for an hour. Let it sit for an hour and don't move it. I am dead serious. If that shit doesn't heal faster than any other cut you've ever had and it doesn't leave a scar, I'm going to tell you right now, honey is the secret. It's always been the secret. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's even up for argument, but. Nope. Yeah. No. Okay. So, no, what you did, uh, Michelle, what you did by quitting smoking, all right? Now you have to replace it with something. That's why we vape. It's it's the oral fixation. You have replaced it with sitting your ass in a chair. What you need to and do moving is, your hand to your mouth, but putting something else in your mouth instead of a cigarette. Why not just replace all of that with something more like go outside, do something outside, work out in your yard. Yeah. What, what, what is the best? Any type. It doesn't matter. As long as it's made from bees and it does not, it is not taken out of not something you get from a store you got to get like it's got to be all natural so manuka honey is technically the best type of honey as far as antibacterial and antiviral properties um but 
yeah, I would always go with local honey because that also has your the your allergens. So that's going to help your the inflammation. Um, local honey is best for the anti-inflammatory properties. Manuka honey is best for antiviral and antibacterial properties. Um, but all honey has that. Just Manuka honey is has a like, lot more. Yeah. And not only that, but when you close that wound up and you start to heal it with honey like that, right? You're going to notice too that you don't get a scab like a normal scab. Mm-hmm. You get what I like to call the the stretchy scab. Yep. So like, for instance, when I, if I cut my finger, I'll get a scab that doesn't break every time that I move my finger. Yep. So like, if I move my finger, that scab won't break. I have one on the inside of my hand. I burn myself oh, right, right there. And I, that's exactly what I did. I threw some, I had some Manuka honey and I threw some honey on it. Um, I'm dead serious. It's the it same works. thing. Like you can feel it. Like feel that right there. We used but to. That's that stretchy scab. We used to work uh, it, it, on our feet. You know, I went through the walk, which is anywhere from one to sixty miles a day that you do in the course in selection. And when I did the walk, one of the things I used to use as a secret, I had a little jar of honey in my bag, in my ruck. I would carry it with me, and I would take the honey out and I would dab my blisters on my feet with honey. And I'd let my, my feet sit overnight out in the air with my f- socks still on, but mm-hmm. I let my socks dry and my feet dried. But with that honey, instead of it being raw, it became like normal skin within 24 hours. So you didn't have a blister. It is amazing what honey will do. Just try it. I'm dead serious. Give it a shot. See what it does. I'm just saying this has been a natural remedy for 70 plus fucking years and they just stopped doing it. People just stopped using it. Why? It worked back then. Why does it work now? It does. Uh, um, no, I don't think so. Endora. I do not think honey, well, honey will work. work. Scar- no, you if you already now. have the scar, I think you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you seen it? Sparky. See, I haven't seen vapes that. Vapes cause popcorn lung. They uh, say that. So they're talking over here. Droff said that uh, vapes are worse than than actual cigarettes. Um, look how many are ending up in the hospital. Vapes cause popcorn lung as vapes take in the soft tissues of the lung. Um, so it depends on what type of juice you use in your vape. That's really the important thing. Um, there, there are some juices that are made with like fucking vegetable oil or polyethylene glycol. Don't smoke that shit. You got to pay attention. You got to see what the base of the juice is before you put it in your vape. Um, that's how you avoid popcorn lung. 90% of the time, if you go with water vapor, you're fine. Mm-hmm. And a lot of companies have switched over to water vapor. They've gone to an H2O-based vapor. Yeah. Now, where they're getting their water from, that's a great question. Because mm-hmm. for all you know, it's coming from Palestine, Ohio. <sighs> that's some scary shit. No shit. All right. Anyway, we went way off the rails. Yeah, we did. Anyway, no longer a conspiracy theory, though. Yep. Another example is the array of technologies, often referred to collectively as geoengineering, that potentially could help reverse the warming effects of global climate change. One that has gained my personal attention is stratospheric aerosol injection, or SAI, a method of seeding the stratosphere with particles that can help reflect the sun's heat in much the same way that volcanic eruptions do. An SAI program could limit global temperature increases, 
reducing some risks associated with higher temperatures and providing the world economy additional time to transition from fossil fuels. This process is also relatively inexpensive. The National Research Council estimates that a fully deployed SAI program would cost about $10 billion yearly. As promising as it may be, moving forward on SAI would also raise a number of challenges for our government and for the international community. On the technical side, greenhouse gas emission reductions would still have to accompany SAI to address other climate change effects, such as ocean acidification, because SAI alone would not remove greenhouse gases from the atmosphere. On the geopolitical side, the technology's potential to alter weather patterns and benefit certain regions of the world at the expense of other regions could trigger sharp opposition by some nations. Others might seize on SAI's benefits and back away from their commitment to carbon dioxide reductions. And as with other breakthrough technologies, global norms and standards are lacking to guide the deployment and implementation of SAI and other geoengineering initiatives. Yeah, they're talking about chemtrails. Oh, no, we're not fucking with the weather. No, we wouldn't do that. Yep. But we are, and it's a good thing. Before we get to that, though, I got to go address this. Um, scroll up for me over here. Okay. Um, hold on. Uh, where the fuck is it? J-Dom. J-Dom, what the fuck? Do not use mad honey either unless you want to take a trip. What are you talking about? Are those like mad bees that make really crazy honey or some shit? Maybe that's like Megan's honey that I put in my coffee oh. That'll have you see some goddamn fucking, right. that'll have you see some purple dragons. Let since, me tell you something. Since we're on the weather thing, hold on. I want to go, I want to do something else real quick. Um, Because there's, there have been... A lot of people, uh, RFK said way back that he thought anyone that like climate deniers should be thrown in jail. Yes. Okay. Now that was years ago. Here is his, um, updated, updated opinion. Opinion. Okay. So RFK has got a new opinion about this. Mm. Is this for votes or is this for serious? No, I think he's serious. Okay. We'll see. Um, where do you stand on climate policies that are being enacted right now? I, there is a difference between environmentalism and climate change. Where do you stand on all of that? And what types of policies do you support? The or climate, the climate, the climate, climate issues and pollution issues are being exploited by you know the the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and all of these uh, big you know mega billionaires the same way that COVID was exploited, uh, to use it as an excuse to clamp down top-down totalitarian controls on society and to um, and then to give us engineering solutions. And if you look closely, as it turns out, the guys who are promoting those engineering solutions are the people who, who own the IPs, the patents for those solutions. Oh, it's a way, you know, it's, it's being used, they've given climate chaos a bad name you know because people now see that it's just another crisis that's being used to strip mine the wealth of the poor and to you know to enrich billionaires and uh you know i i for 40 years have had the same policy on climate and engineering you can go check my speeches from the 1980s and i've said 
The most important solution for environmental issues, not top-down controls, is free market capitalism. You, we, it, and by that, the re, and what we have in this country now is not free market capitalism, it's corporate crony capitalism. It's capital, it's cushy kind of socialism for the rich and a, a brutal, barbaric, merciless capitalism for the poor. Environ, a, the free, a true free market promotes efficiency, and efficiency means the elimination of waste, and pollution is waste. In a true free market, you can't, uh, a, a true free market would require us to properly value our natural resources, and it's the undervaluation of those resources that cause us to use them wastefully. In a true free market, you can't make yourself rich without making your neighbors rich, and without enriching your community. But what polluters do, everybody else poor. They raise standards of living for themselves by lowering quality of life for the rest of us. And they do that by escaping the discipline of the free market. You show me a polluter, I'll show you a subsidy. I'll show you a fat cat using political clout to escape the discipline of the free market and force the public to pay its production costs. So, you know, in terms of carbon industry, all of the things that uh, people are trying to do to you know promote to, to to end carbon we should be doing anyway because you know carbon means cutting down all of the mountains in west virginia it means you know we polluted 2200 miles of rivers and streams in in uh, the eastern kentucky and west virginia every every freshwater fish in america now has mercury in its flesh on coal burning power plants that is a theft from the public the, uh, the the waterways and lakes on the Appalachian, on the high Appalachian, every one of them is now sterilized from acid rain. We need to be reducing, if, if you whether you believe in climate change or not, carbon-based climate change, we need to be reducing our dependence on carbon. Carbon receives globally about $5.2 trillion in subsidies a year. If you end those subsidies, carbon cannot compete against more efficient and cleaner energy sources and that's what we should be doing we should be ending subsidies for for all for the carbon industry and we should be using true free market capitalism and finding the most efficient sources of energy so i have naturally a question for rfk here because he fails to admit one key part of this that climate change is a scam in the first place well that's one of it that's part of it but I got a question because he says that we live in crony capitalism. He mm -hmm. says that it's crony capitalism that we live in. We do. Yet he's going to get rid of carbon-based engines and everything else, and he's going to make that a thing of the past by taxing the shit out of the carbon industry. Well, I've got an issue with that because every time that somebody brings a water engine to the forefront— They get killed. They get killed. Yeah. So tell me something. How in a— crony capitalist society as you've claimed that we're in rfk and you're part of that society i got bad news for you your uncle started that society mm -hmm. i have to ask this question now why would i bring new technology to the forefront especially if i could show you how to make your engine work better and cleaner with a water-based engine and i could show you how to build your own However, I've got to wonder if I'm going to get whacked in the next 24 hours. Mm -hmm. 
We don't actually know how to do that, by the way. In case anyone's like sitting outside listening. Actually, I, I'm not scared uh, uh, of them. Hush. All right, move on to the next one. I, I'm not scared of them. Actually, that's fine. They mm-hmm. can fucking know all they want because good luck getting in here because you'll die. But I watched a video on YouTube this weekend. You watched a video on YouTube, so now you know how to build a water engine. That I'm going to put out. But that and, dude's not dead. Yeah. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, but he the is. video's still up on YouTube. Yeah. YouTube hasn't removed it yet. Amazing. And I, I've already downloaded it. I've already got it on the computer, too. Two-minute warning, people. Two-minute warning. Uh, somebody, Wix said three minutes already. Mm-hmm, now two. See? See how that goes? Fuck. Play the next one. This is hysterical. All right. We'll play this one. Yep. But I, I, I watched this video on YouTube that's actually really cool, and I'm going to put it out in our... Uh, I'll probably put it out in our... Uh, Telegram? Telegram. Okay. So you guys can watch it there, because let me tell you something. You guys see this video, you're going to be like, wait a minute, it's that fucking easy? It literally is that fucking easy. That's a lint roller. Okay, but what's the point? So one thing I learned from the past few years, folk will literally comply with anything without asking any questions. <sighs> He's literally swabbing them down with a fucking lint roller and they're all just walking up and spreading their arms. Yes. Do me. I might have some dog hair. <sighs> Seriously. Do we have to show you any more examples of sheeple? A fucking lint roller. That is sheeple. Oh, <sighs> People are so stupid. I, I We probably should play this because it fits right now. Yeah. Because literally people are that stupid. It they, was like, okay, today. They walked in and they were like, hey, look at this. I went to Walmart to, uh, I had to get paper and whatnot. I'm not doing On the way to get the kids. Yeah, no, play it. It's great. No, because we got, we got to smoke. We got a break coming up. How long is it? That's like fucking four minutes. Okay. We'll play it afterwards. Um, but I went to Walmart, right? And I, I went to the self-checkout, but I went to the one like closest to where the lady was standing because I had wine. Yeah, good luck. Okay. And uh, and it was right by the exit. And this chick is like literally watching me check out the entire time. Like she's standing there watching me. I'm five feet from her. The lady that, that worked there came over to check my ID when I bought the wine, right? Like this chick watched me the entire time. I, I have everything in bags. I go to leave Mm -hmm. and she literally, she watched me pull the receipt out of the thing and she goes and and stick it in a bag. And she goes, do you have your receipt? Can I check your receipt? Are you fucking kidding me? You just watched me check everything out. I was five feet from you. What you think I fucking stole something? Well, you're white. So was she. Well, I mean, you're obviously a white Republican lady because you're wearing a T-shirt. This is COVID-1984 on it. Well, that's true. I mean, come on. <laughs> she was true. obviously a liberal. It was funny as fuck. I was like, seriously? I, I, shit. I said, hey, you know what? No, you know what I said to you her? You want to get hot? Yeah. But she asked me, she goes, get ready, folks. She goes, can I see a receipt? I go, 
I don't. Do you remember what bag I put it in when you were watching me bag up all my shit? Because <laughs> I don't remember. Get ready. Spark it up. If you're ready, you're down with it. Light it up. Hey, what? You gotta wait. Wait. It, there's a perfect intro it's right now. It's right now. You gotta do it in the mic. If you're gonna do it, the first one, you gotta do it in the mic. Oh, for fuck's sake. I know why he did that that night. Why? No. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Oh, do you? Uh huh. And now I support it 120% because I know exactly what he's talking about. You do the same thing. Not when that's on. Uh-huh. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody else interested in the uh the rest of the news? This is one we're going to definitely get to next because this goes into something really, really big and uh, has something to do with um, what we see going on right now, the migration pattern in the United States. It's weird how the migration migration patterns changed over the course of 20 years, just in case you're wondering. outdid himself part of the course our uh, our local guy he gave shit. us some really really green shit that is amazing good shit it's funny though because he tried to tell me it was like the strongest shit on earth I was like no I've no, smoked the strongest no. shit on earth that's not the strongest shit on earth but it's good it's not bad yep I'm not arguing yeah don't do it and there were a handful Smoker. of seeds in it. Yeah, I know. We got a lot of seeds out of this. We got like four or five. We'll be replanting. They're going in the... Uh, it's almost time for the next round of seedlings. I did get the herb bed finished planted today. And all the specialty herbs planted. The chervil and the summer savory and the coriander and whatever. So today there were two really big IRS stories that popped. If you weren't paying attention. Um <clears throat> The first one deals with the 48,000, what was it, or 480 IRS agents they hired. Um, all, those IRS, all those IRS agents that they hired are now going to states. Okay. So now every state's going to get 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 8, 9, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20 new feds. Each state is going to get that. That will have the ability to arrest you if you haven't paid your taxes. 
Yes, they're talking about going door to door, kicking in doors and arresting people for not paying taxes. My question is, is uh, all right, if we're going to do that, let's make sure that we start out in Hollywood. But where's the law? Tell, show me what law gives them the authority to uh, to arrest you for not paying taxes, not paying federal taxes. What law requires you to pay federal taxes in the first place? There's no law that ever required it. So that's part of the issue. But. Blue states suffer the largest population and tax revenue losses, and red states see the largest gains. IRS data just shows. Yes, this is new. So let's let's just take a look at the numbers really quick. California right now, they are looking at 158.220 million dollar negative loss in returns this year. 158. Eight million two hundred twenty thousand negative in returns. Okay, they're only ex, ex, they're going to lose individual in individual returns alone three hundred thirty one million seven hundred sixty thousand total adjusted gross income for the state of California this year will be twenty nine point zero seven billion dollars that they will lose in revenue hmm. because that's how many people have up and, and left from the left. Okay. New York is the next biggest winner. New York, uh, 142,357,000, um, followed by individual people left. People left. No, no. This is returns. These are returns that they're no longer taking. Yeah. Tax return individuals. So that would mean those that many people left. And individual returns, 262216000 so just individuals, period, for an adjusted gross income for the state of negative $24.52 billion for New York that they're not going to get or collect in taxes this year. Uh, Illinois is pretty much the same way, $10.88 billion negative. Uh, Massachusetts, negative $4.28 billion. And Louisiana. New Orleans being the highest of the red states, 861, $861 million. They will not collect in tax revenue, revenue, tax revenue. Mm-hmm. North Carolina was behind Louisiana, another red state. Um, and they're going to be 4.54 billion, but that's positive. It's not negative. Uh, South Carolina, again, positive 4.19 billion and Tennessee 4.15 billion positive that they're going to be gaining in tax revenue because people have moved to their states because mm-hmm. those are the red states. So the mm-hmm. point is, is blue states aren't working. Red states are. If you live in a blue state right now and you have the means and the ability to move, I recommend you move. Get the fuck out. And hey, look at it this way. Think about it this way. Let's talk Civil War time, right? There were lines drawn in the Civil War. There were states that said, yes, we're going to support the South. There were states that said, no, we're going to support the North. Okay. Right now in our country, we are doing it naturally. We are dividing those lines for the, subser- for the subservient and those who will never be controlled. You have a choice which side of that border you want to live on. You can live on that side of the border where you want to be controlled, where you want the government to tell you what to do, where you have to do everything they tell you to do. But they'll pay you for it. Or you live on our side where you do whatever you want, when you want, but you also suffer and adhere all the consequences and all the gains that come with it. 
It's a lot more rewarding, but it's a lot harder work. Sucking Show- off the government tick can be rewarding too. Until it's not. Then the question becomes, what about the guys that live right on those borders? Because I tell you right now, I live and work in Georgia. However, my job carries me across the border to South Carolina all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. All the fucking time. No joke. I'm up there all the time. Mm -hmm. So what about that guy that is able to also work in a state that doesn't require it, but he's also able to work into a state that does require it? What about that guy? Because literally, he's taking the best of both worlds. He's the true businessman. He is the true son of a bitch that says the customer is always right. Not anymore. No one gives a fuck about the customer anymore. I'm beginning to believe that. Because shit rolls downhill. It really does. The government doesn't give a fuck about their citizens. And and on the micro, people don't give a fuck about their customers. Corporations don't give a fuck about their customers. No, nobody gives a fuck. They really don't. Are we are we playing this again or no? This is different. This is different. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. This is in the Tuckered folder. Mm-hmm. Foldy. It is in the Tucker Foldy. Mm-hmm. So uh Tuckered. Tuckered. Very tuckered. They are very tuckered these days. So yeah. tuckered. So tuckered. It's Megyn Kelly again, which is really scary because mm-hmm. I really don't like her. I know. I, I, I don't like her at all. I've not liked her even before Trump mm-hmm. had his problem with her. I know. But that just confirmed that what I thought about her originally was the reason I didn't like her. I know. She's hot as, don't get me wrong. She's hot as hell. Mm, I don't like her nose job. Anyway. True. I'm in termination and um, have a lot of thoughts about it. I want to, I think, break some news for you. Tucker Carlson hasn't actually been fired. (laughs) He's still an employee of the Fox News Channel. What happened was Suzanne Scott called him, she's the CEO, on Monday morning and said um, he was not going to be allowed to do any more shows and that he had been kicked out of his company email. And now they're going to have to negotiate an exit. Um, Some reporting to me uh, suggests that she said it's going to be an amicable parting, right? Isn't it? <laughs> um, completely catching Tucker off guard. But Tucker's not fired. That's my information, that he still needs to negotiate the exit and that right now he's not free to launch a podcast or a digital show or negotiate with other employers at all because he's still under contract. They pulled his show off the air. They also fired his executive producer, Justin Wells. And though he tried to find out why, they wouldn't tell him. They refused to tell him why. I mean, to me, that's just so disheartening. He's been at the, at the company for years. He'd been in the primetime for seven years and saw Fox News through one of the most difficult times in its history the immediate era post Roger Ailes, where they didn't know left from right. They didn't know up from down. They really didn't have strong management leading the company. And they had lost two of their biggest stars, Bill O'Reilly and me, (laughs) Um, at least at that time. So Tucker takes over. It's a huge order that he was given. And he did it. He smashed the ball out of the park. And he took a lot of risks. And he was heterodox. He He pushed against the orthodoxy on so many different things. And typically, Fox News liked that. So why? 
Why now? What was it that led them to treat their number one star with such disdain? I mean, dripping disdain to the point where he can no longer access his email. He doesn't get to tell his own team. He doesn't get to say goodbye. I mean, it's absolutely disrespectful to him. And unlike Don Lemon, he hadn't been immersed in controversy after controversy inside the building against his own colleagues. Yes, the leftist media had been coming after him repeatedly. And in the case of Dominion, to some extent, lawyers, though he wasn't their primary focus. So what was it? What would make your own company turn against you like that? The Fox News audience is clearly mad. It'll be interesting to see what the ratings were for the 8 p.m. hour last night. Brian Kilmeade hosted it. Uh, it's a rotating cast for now. And we'll see what they decide to do there. It's not Brian's fault. I mean, here's Brian, FYI. Here, here he is uh, in a moment where he is kind of acknowledging what happened. I'll just play the 14 seconds. It's not 21. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Fox News Tonight. I am Brian Kilmeade. As you probably have heard, Fox News and Tucker Carlson have agreed to part ways. I wish Tucker the best. I'm great friends with Tucker and always will be. But right now, it's time for Fox News Tonight, so let's get started. Uh, Kilmeade's a sweet guy, and he's a company man. He's, he, I'm sure he wasn't thrilled. Wow, cunt. He's a company man. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's like that. Say it any more clearly. I mean, he's a company man. I, I, I'm not. He's a sweet guy, but, but he's a company, but he's a company man. man. You just called him a bitch on the air. No, you just called him a, a communist cock. in action. Yeah, a company man. Yeah, that would be the uh, antithesis of everything that we believe. No, no. Again, think think about the the clip that we just watched a few minutes ago. About um from the guy that said that uh, everybody means anything in media is controlled by the CIA. She literally just called him a company man. Yeah. What do y'all think that company man means? You work for the company, the CIA. Exactly. All right. Look, my, he's a company man. I'm going to tell you this is a story, and you're all going to understand why. So, <clears throat> I was fourteen, fourteen years old. We were back at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my dad had just retired. Um, we had just gone to his retirement ceremony, the whole bit. They gave him his colors, the whole bit. We came home. All the dad's stuff's getting shipped back to the house. Everything's going to kind of go back to normal where mom and dad are back together, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to be a great big family again. Yeah. So one afternoon, me and my brothers were outside and we were doing what normal kids do back then, which is you played outside until the sun went down and the lights came on. And when the lights came on, you went home. And you basically beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, we basically did whatever the fuck we wanted to Absolutely. do. Absolutely. We blew shit up. We found out the hard way. We fucked around and we found out. Level 10, level 10, same, same story. You all know what I'm talking about. You did it too. You went fucking behind your buddy's pickup truck in the snow and you were holding on for dear life to that fucking inner tube that was fucking flying down the road at 50 miles an hour because you're fucking retarded. Why? Because it was fun. Little did you know that you could kill yourself in like a heartbeat. Whatever. But fuck, we had a good time doing it. Anyway, get to the point. So this afternoon, a limo, a fucking full-blown limo, like to see a limo in the town that we lived in. Let me tell you something. If, if if it's not prom night, there's no limos. Very rare. Proms or funerals. That's about it. This limo shows up. 
this guy goes up knocks on the door i'm sitting there watching my dad talk to him i'm like fuck's going on me and my brothers are kind of looking around we're throwing the football around and we're like the hell's going on my dad comes out of the house he goes and gets in this limo goes all they go around apparently drove around the block about 25 minutes later limo pulls back in my dad gets out it's a a nice day it's like the backwoods of connecticut and walks back into the house years later years later i never asked my dad about work because you just didn't do it you you don't ask your father about work when he kills people so you just never did it so years later we're sitting on the back porch and i'm smoking a cigar with my dad i said dad hey you remember that time when i was 14 that limo pulled up me and my two little brothers were outside we were playing in the yard he said yeah so i don't remember that so what was that about he said oh well the cia came up they wanted me to take director of intelligence position. I said, and he said, what do I say, say to that? You know, your mother would have fucking absolutely murdered me. <laughs> I was That's like, true. it's true, dad. That's true. Um, good point. Cause um, he had just like, come home. He was retired. You're all going to be a family again. And then all of a sudden he was going to be up gallivanting around the world again. Nah, there. Literally. Well, no, we would have had to move. We would have yeah, moved to, to watch. DC. We yeah. would have never met. Nope. This would have been way before mm-hmm. you and I would have ever reconnected yeah. ever. Yeah. Like this is two years before that. Yep. And uh, we would have moved down to DC and that would have been the end of it. And mm-hmm. I would have been in some private school in DC and that yep. would have been the end of it. Yeah. But my dad, looked at the guy who came and started laughing first. He said, I started laughing initially. I said, well, what did you say to the guy when he asked you this? Because understand what this is, director of intelligence. That is a presidential appointment. This was coming from the top. They were saying, hey, I want you to do this. That is a presidential appointment in the CIA. And the reason the limo was there, because the chief of staff was in that limo. That would be the chief of staff to the president. Correct. And of the United States of America. So he was, they were making a point like this is a big this deal. This was under Clinton. Yes. And my dad said, no, but not or only. Or was it Bush the first? No, it might've been Bush the first. No. Yeah. I'm, it was yeah. Bush senior. Yes. It was yeah, Bush senior. It was Bush senior. Yeah. Yep. So he would have re- directly worked under Dick Cheney. Mm-hmm. Who was the director of the CIA at the time. Well, he was a vice president. No, Dick Cheney was not. Bush Sr., no. Oh, that's right. Dick that's Cheney right, was right. the director of the CIA right. during Bush Sr.'s, yeah. Bush Sr.'s yep. tenure in yep. office. So anyway, so what did your dad say to the, to the, the he started chief laughing. of staff? He laughed at the chief of staff. He said, you saw my retirement speech. And he said, yes. He said, if I don't retire, my wife's going to kill me. I wasn't joking. <laughs> yeah. So my father retired. He became an accountant. So look, my... My point in this is that for the mob, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> the government, no matter what you believe much about better benefits, <laughs> no matter what you believe about the government. Um, uh, no, yeah, seriously, though, she's were, not lying. She's not lying. They were much better benefits. My, my father did <laughs> not going to bullshit y'all. He did. He worked for the mob. Mm-hmm. He did the taxes. He did the books. He cooked the books, more to, to say the least. <laughs> Never got arrested for it. Got close a couple different times. But um, that was he li- way back in the day. He likes to keep his Irish up. You know what I'm saying? 
you got to keep your Irish up. It's just something about that. But Megan Kelly, I mean, she's not far off on this, but she's right in what she's saying. She, what she's telling you about Brian Kilmeade is accurate for the first time in my whole entire life. I agree with this cut. Okay, but before that, um, the fact that they that Tucker's still technically on the payroll. No, he is. They because, haven't fired him. No, and are they going to roll this shit out all the way through the election because they don't want his voice out there? No, listen. He had a contract. Okay, you went. All right. I, I hate getting into this shit because this is what I've researched, what I understand. This is what I understand. This is what when we started getting all these offers for different things, because they were like, hey, people like what you have to say. Okay, well, we're going to develop our own audience. That's what we yep. always wanted to do. Yep. We wanted what we have here. Yep. This is what we wanted. We've got it. Absolutely. We've got not only do we have you guys that are in the chat, we have other podcasters that listen to us, which I love because I listen to their shows. Mm -hmm. And where do you think we get ideas, folks? This isn't, this isn't. And guests. This isn't fucking new shit. You go to the other show, you ask them, hey, what are you doing? Can we borrow that guest? If it fits with something you want to talk about, it's not hard. But this is deadly for cable TV. We're about to be regulated really hardcore coming here shortly. If we don't stand Stop up, the restrict this act. restrict act, it's going to fuck us. I'm going to tell you right now, because I don't have the money to battle the federal government on that level. At that point, I'm, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. I'm going to spend eight hours a day in my garden instead of six. No, you're going to hear the first shots fired around the world. Because I'll tell you what, when they come down and they say, I can't say what I, what I want anymore, they're done. They just violated my rights. You're fucked. They've already violated your rights. I know. On like 12 different levels. But I mean, at that point. I mean, they I, violated your rights like Seamus style. Like he did to me in the kitchen yesterday. Well, he had his <laughs> he had his nose buried next to your hips. We call so Seamus so sodomy dog for a reason. He likes to stick his nose so far up your ass that he can smell your breath. Okay. Goosing is not even the word for it. It's not even a good goosing. It goes past goosing. It becomes He'll almost off your damn feet. No joke. It's <laughs> almost anal deplorable. I'm just saying. <laughs> so last night I figured, all right, I'm done. I'm going to get this dog. Right. So he sticks his nose in my ass and I let this horrific, loud, stinky ass fart rip right in his face. Right. I mean, it was he buried it deeper. He starts licking my ass. I was like, no, I'm done here. Never mind. <laughs> Give up. <sighs> that's how the government violates you. That's that's about the that's, violation that's, of the government. That is right the violation there. of the government right there. <laughs> that is the shameless style. Yeah, dog. We're, we are the new newsletter and carrier pigeon. Maybe <laughs> Adora. There's a possibility there. Yep. I, Tracy or classic rock chick. That is a fucking greatest man. That was my favorite classic movie growing chick. up. Yeah. Put that Dude, never ending story. I got gotcha. to add that to our shit because the never ending story was you gotta click on it. Yeah. Submit for channel. Boom. Put that in there. All Cause right. I love that movie. That was like, I, gotcha. my, I hate that fucking the way weird shit that went on between the dog and the kid. But I always thought that animals were that way with, with kids craziness yep. I don't know. all right anyway. anyway back to megan kelly you want to go back to her do we need to no. she doesn't say anything no. else no, no. i know that i've already seen that but interview. i get you on the the whole tucker thing you were talking about that before the thing is if 
he hasn't, I mean, he didn't technically quit. He was just told he had to stop doing a show, but they're still paying him under his contract. Understand the contract is good as long as, listen, he doesn't technically have to work. Yeah. All right. The contract's written so that he can just be there. He's not allowed to do anything else. That's what they want. I think, yeah, I, I don't know because I, I don't have a copy of Tucker Carlson's contract. So I, I can't tell you that they just, they want to muzzle him. I, I'm just what I know of the business and what I've seen in our contracts that have been sent our way that every single one, by the way, we denied said, no, we no. said, nope, nope, because they want to control what we're going to say. Nope. Never. And, and this is folks, this is, this is how I know it's all fucked up and corrupt. This is how I know that even we are, even in the the podcast sphere. And Leanna will tell you the same thing. She's not going to sugarcoat you, this for you. We're corrupt because I know the people that have signed the same contracts that I've been offered. And I've read the contract and they want to control what I have to say. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You do not get that control. I have overall editing ability of what is said and what is what the message is that comes from this podcast. We have got too many cucks that have given into contracts like this that allow somebody else, a third party, to edit what is being said on either the left or the right. And we'd rather have the 40,000 of you knowing that we're going to say whatever the fuck comes out of our mouths and no one controls us than have a million people wondering are they controlled who's writing our script yeah because i i was watching another podcast one that we we knew of Mm -hmm. we didn't know them personally but we knew of them Man, it's weird when they sign those contracts because all of a sudden their speech becomes, holy shit, completely different. No swearing, no cussing, and they're reading. Sounds like they're reading. They're reading a script, yeah. They're literally reading a script. Nope. I, I just I you can't can do that. Right Folks, that. I, we don't we don't plan any of this. We don't the way we Obviously. put this show on every night is we don't talk to each other mm-hmm. until we're in front of these two microphones and the camera. Yep. Because we want you to hear the natural conversation that goes on between us. This is no bullshit. Shit, is, we catch up with our days at the beginning of the show because we literally don't talk to each other before be, the show. The idea is that you guys see the that. only conversation we have, and I'm sorry, they, we do talk to each other. The only conversation we have is it's about the name. Well, that's it. One of us sends a text message to the other. What do you want to call tonight? And that's it. And that's it. it. And unless there's conversation in the name. Yeah. Like you have to explain why. why you're but if you that. don't, if you have to explain why normally that idea gets shot right the fuck down because you have to explain it. It has to be something catchy enough that everybody says, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like for tonight, confirmations. confirmations. Look, this is shit I've been talking about for over a year and a half. That's why I'm telling you, this is nothing new. This bullshit you're hearing about Epstein, this is nothing new. You can ask Liana. She knows the same shit. We have had conversations about Jeffrey Epstein and all of his lawyers. Do you know, or did you know, that that same lady was off also on the Epstein legal team? No, you weren't aware of that. That's because nobody wants you to hear that. That's the secret. 
That is the secret. They did not want you to know that, oh, yeah, Obama's fixer was trying to fix the Epstein thing, too. Yep. Oh, all right. Well, uh, here's another one that confirmation, because we were talking about this. And it was a conspiracy theory, but I was telling y'all, this isn't fucking conspiracy theory. This is fact. It's conspiracy fact. And now it's been proven. Now it's confirmations. More confirmations. Hey, everyone. It's Dr. Naomi Wolf. I'm here on a Sunday to tell you uh, the worst yet report, the latest bombshell. Of all the 69 reports we now have, this is the most disturbing because the bottom line is, the, according to a new tranche of Pfizer documents released just this month, this past month, April of 2023, and these are documents that go back to April of 2021, exactly two years ago, both Pfizer and the FDA knew that the mRNA COVID vaccine caused dire fetal and infant harms, including death. And literally five days later, they began an aggressive campaign to get pregnant women vaccinated anyway. Literally five days after the data were in that I'm about to read to you, this is our COO and the War Room Daily Cloud Pfizer Documents Analysis Project Director, Amy Kelly's bombshell report. Literally five days after the data was done being collected, showing fetuses, spontaneously aborted, showing deaths in newborns, showing uh, respiratory distress in newborns, showing babies injured and and suffering because of mRNA uh, and other materials in the breast milk of their moms, two different issues. Um, in spite of this shocking evidence of damage to babies, uh, five days later, Dr. Walensky held a press conference and aggressively launched a campaign to get pregnant women vaccinated. All right, here we go. The batch of Pfizer clinic in April 2023 by the Food and Drug Administration FDA under court order contains a shocking eight-page document titled, quote, Pregnancy and Lactation Cumulative Review. The data in the cumulative review span, quote, from the time of drug product development to February 28, 2021. Remember that terminus date. A Pfizer employee, Robert T. Morocco, Robert T. Morocco approved the review on April 20th, 2021, page eight. This is a real person working at Pfizer, Mr. Robert T. Morocco, who looked at this damage to babies, these dead babies, these dead fetuses, these miserably injured babies, approved it and, and sent it on to the FDA. The FDA approved it and gave it to Rochelle Walensky and the CDC. And literally days later, Rochelle Walensky, with these dead babies in hand, held a White House press conference to announce that vaccinated that pregnant women should get vaccinated. This document is among the most horrifying yet to emerge into public view. It reveals that both Pfizer and the FDA knew by early 2021 that Pfizer's mRNA COVID vaccine BNT162B2, that's the one that was rolled out for everybody, resulted in horrible damage to fetuses and babies. Pfizer tabulated, remember these are internal documents, these are Pfizer's words, 
adverse events in over 54% of the cases of, quote, maternal exposure to the vaccine. That's 248 cases out of 458. Quote, maternal exposure, end quote, is defined on page one and two as PTs, probably patients, maternal exposure, timing unspecified, maternal exposure during pregnancy, maternal exposure before pregnancy, exposure during pregnancy, period, end quote. These definitions imply that Pfizer may have been looking at damage to women and babies that could result from intercourse, inhalation, and skin contact prior to pregnancy, as Pfizer defines, quote, exposure, including all three kinds of ways of being exposed in its protocol, Amendment 14. And that link is right there in this. So Pfizer knew during the rollout of the vaccine. Before the rollout. Prior to the rollout of the vaccine that, hey, this is going to cause women to abort fetal matter. Yep. Almost instantaneously, if not worse. Yep. Hmm. Just wondering, when is enough enough? Yeah. They knew. They fucking knew. Yep. They knew that Wix, your father was going to die. Yep. They knew, or your father-in-law was going to die. They knew that all these unborn kids were going to die. Yep. They they knew that. Hmm. We'll, we'll sit here. I got you. I got to sit in the corner collar. Roger that. We'll do. Touche. Can I please? You have this so fucked up because you haven't paid attention to any uh, well, of it. And I it's know. like fucking three hours ago. Jesus. Holy wow. shit. The hell is your problem? But remember, but, they said they were so overwhelmed with COVID. We had to get vaccines in every single arm because the hospitals were so overwhelmed and everybody was dying. And yet across the world. This is what we saw. They all had time to. She has her this. own mouse, v Lindsay. What the mm -hmm. fuck else do I have to do? I gave her a keyboard, a mouse, and a whole bunch of other shit. And she can't fucking keep up with that shit. Maybe we should switch and you should run the chats and I should run the show. Holy shit. Because you like this better and I like that better. <laughs>
try fuckers but that was you mean to tell me that was the whole world wow that was only eight hospitals total it was eight but hospitals in involved in the making of that video eight different countries across the world yeah, okay there was only eight countries so across they the were world. all given Shh. the same song and told to come up with a dance routine for it while they oh, were overwhelmed with covid patients and we were in the middle of a worldwide pandemic holy fuck just saying yeah it's all bullshit. It's all a scam. It's always been a scam. Mm -hmm. It's been a scam since the get-go. Oh, do we have to listen to this guy? No. We can move off of the Thank COVID you. scam right now. Because he is, he is absolutely just a mouthpiece. Okay. Just for bullshit. I mean, he is. The Don? Oh, yeah. This is going to be interesting, in case you guys weren't aware. Why does it pop up over here? Because the folders are over there. No. It doesn't, that has nothing to do with it. Okay. Well, then I don't know. No, they know about this because I said it last night in the air. And uh, we already kind of discussed it. We just talked about how big of a cuck Ron DeSantis. No, 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 not that. No. This came out today. Oh. And just into CNN, former President Donald Trump will participate in a CNN presidential town hall next week. The former president will take questions from New Hampshire Republicans and undeclared voters who do plan to vote in the 2024 GOP presidential primary. CNN This Morning anchor Caitlin Collins will moderate the May 10th town hall at St. Anselm College at 9 p.m. Eastern time. Stay with CNN News Central. Why? That's easy. Hmm. That's easy. Yeah. He knows what they're coming for. Mm -hmm. He knows that they're coming for blood. So you know how there was the whole um, hubbaloo about the DNC saying that they weren't going to have their, their first primary in New Hampshire? Yeah. Now they're having it because Trump's going to be there. No, no, no. They don't have a choice because New Hampshire state law requires that they be the first oh, primary. That is true. And that state is true. law trumps the federal government. Yes, it does. So actually, they, they are going to be the first primary, and Joe Biden's not going to be on the ticket. Ooh. And RFK is going to win it hands down because he's between him and Marianne. No one knows what the fuck her name is. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you can yeah. already call the New Hampshire primary for RFK on the Democrat side. And Trump's going to win on the Republican side. Yeah, of course. So, so that's that's it. Mm -hmm. Do we play this one or we play uh, this we one? Play the, we played the second one. Play the first one. All right. We play this one. Yeah, this was about the, uh, this is how they cut him. This is how they cut RFK out on ABC. This is the actual video. 
we talked about it on oh this is the one from the other night mm-hmm. when we were talking about it how yeah. they shut them down and they hadn't been it had just happened that day and they didn't have the video yet yet now i have the video so we found the video is what yes what we're trying to say we got it science is rarely static there are very few scientific principles that are immovable we should note that during our conversation, Kennedy made false claims about the COVID-19 vaccines. We've used our editorial judgment in not including extended portions of that exchange. If I needed to see my family and I was vaccinated and boosted and the people that I were going to were vaccinated and boosted, I would not hesitate to go visit them. Right now, the easiest way to turn this thing around is to get as many people vaccinated as you possibly can. It's conceivable that if we don't get control of that and don't get a lot more people vaccinated, that there will be a variant that will occur that might even negatively impact the vaccinated people because it may elude the protection of the vaccine. Dr. Anthony Fauci, once again, and as always, we thank you so much for your time and your insight. No, I don't trust authority. I need to see the details. I need to see the signs. We've used our editorial judgment and not including extended portions of that exchange in our interview. We thank Mr. Kennedy for the conversation. Like that little mashup there? Yeah. At first I was wondering where you were going with it, but Mm -hmm. now that I've seen it, now I'm like, oh Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now you see the publicized version of what's out there and you see the silenced version of what's out there. Mm -hmm. This is the reason that nobody trusts the media anymore. Mm -hmm. The only people that are honestly trusted anymore outside of the media, unfortunately, become us. Crazy as that seems. Mm. Isn't that crazy, though? Mm-hmm. And I have no idea why our video is so fucked up. Dude, I, I, because there's an actual FBI band sitting outside the fucking house? I don't know. Probably. I'm going to have to go chase that fucker down and no cheer shit. That All right. Um, yeah, we have time to get into White House BS tonight. Because good old uh, KJP. Dirty Mop Head was back on the um, she's prowl. Oh, no. Did you get the dancing one I sent you? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, motherfucker. I sent you a good one, too. It was in text message. You got to put them in save messages and telegram. Back. I can't do that from my phone. It goes to mine, not yours. All right. Well, told you that I told you that 200 fucking times. That's why I text them to you. Different from everybody else. Everybody sends you a direct message. I yep. Send you a text. Cause I got your number. It's my fucking phone. What's up? First, you had indicated earlier that the president um, is prepared to talk about the budget appropriations process and that he'd be happy to meet with uh, Speaker McCarthy, but not on whether the debt limit is raised. Has the White House done anything to reach out to the speaker to begin that conversation over the budget? Um, And and what happens if he does want to talk about the debt limit um, in concert with that discussion? I mean, we've been very clear, Matt. We've been very clear that what they have put forward, um, it, look, it's not a plan. It's a recipe for economic catastrophe. That is what they have put forward. Twat, what you are doing right now 
is a recipe for economic catastrophe. No shit. June you 1st now us, is the day. You have a shooting down a track right now. We can't even pull the emergency brakes on because if we do, our axles are going to snap in half and the wheels are going to go flying right off the fucking side of the train. We have get the fuck out of here. Less than 30 days. To secure our fucking debt limit. Yeah. Or we're fucked. We're fucked. There, there's no way. Biden's kicking this can down the road. He's he not won't even, even meet with them. Won't even meet with McCarthy. Won't even meet with them. Why? Because he wants us to be on McCarthy's head, not on his. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the whole but reason. They, they, I mean, Congress has already passed a bill. And Joe's like, nope, he won't He won't even talk to him. No, he he's going to veto it. Nothing. He's going to veto yep. it. He just wants a, just whatever he wants. That's it. He's no, an old man. He wants, he, oh, he wants get away no with limits. He wants man. no cuts. He wants no, you know, he just wants a blank check. He wants a blank check because he's got to support the radical left wing part of his fucking party mm-hmm. yeah. that wants all these cuts, but doesn't want to pay for anything else. However, we have bills. We're a country. We're a nation. It does happen. But the way these people have been fucking spending our money for the last 30 plus years and they they're like a teenager with a credit card that just haven't hasn't figured it out yet how many times do you pay that bill before you say nope fuck you watch this hold my beer as a parent how many times do you just sit back and just say i just keep spending my money kid it works before you beat the shit out of your son make him realize there is a price to money you will feel it. It will come out of your ass one way or the other. It's about to come out of all of our asses here soon. Because the look, money, there's the only two people that pay. It's never the government, folks. It's the creditor or it's the debtor. One of the two. They're the only two people that pay in this equation. Either the creditor pays because he gave you the money and you failed to you reneged on the deal and you didn't pay him back. He's still going to pay that money. Or it's the debtor who actually pays the money with the interest rate, the VIG, enhanced. Think about it. It's just a VIG. It's all it is. It's a controlled VIG. The mob was so right about our own government, we will never, ever know. Until you go back and you listen to some of the tapes that Gotti had, and if you listen to what they were talking about, they were talking about taxes, and that the government collects a VIG. Yeah, that's exactly that's what they what it is. It's a VIG. You are paying for their protection. Why? I can protect my fucking self. Bring your shit, bitch. You're you're paying from protection against their their fucking goon squad. Their their armed IRS agents. They're gonna come door to door and fucking put your ass in jail. You're literally paying a VIG for protection. When is against enough your own enough? Government. When is enough enough? I don't know, but I'm really surprised right now. I'm really surprised at you and I'm slightly disappointed. Why? Because Dirty Mophead is wearing the most horrendous outfit and has the most hideous wig yeah, on her but, head right but now. It starts. With, I cannot believe it, that Fashion Police Mick didn't jump all over that shit. Look, I, I got you. I could have got into that because her greens are horrible. It could have gotten I'm into sorry, that, you but cannot, what she said was so much more important because again okay. how many more rights are we gonna fucking give up as uh, americans all of them we don't I have mean, any left who opened the oh. gates to the retard farm and just let them all out I don't know. Well, the fuck is going on <laughs> 
Uh, where is Mick's wedding ring? I don't wear one because I've broken my knuckles so many times. If uh, He had a rubber one that he wears sometimes. Yeah, but the rubber ones, they slide off real easy. Yeah. And the tungsten one, because my knuckles have been broken so many times, um, the yeah. tungsten one, if my knuckle swells, I can't get it off. If it's big enough to fit over his knuckle, then it's too loose below. Yeah. Yeah. So I and if it fits below, it doesn't fit over his knuckle. Yeah. So I have a problem there. It's yep. although you know what? Although, I haven't I'll tell you what I, I haven't mean, tried it since I've been smoking weed. Oh, that's true. I wonder if that has changed the inflammation. Inflammation where maybe I can wear it now. I bet. Because my biggest worry before was getting caught in something I couldn't get it that's out true. of. Yeah. So yeah. It was Besides, tungsten too. Uh, no one hits on a man that's not wearing a, med- a wedding ring. Yeah, they really don't. They only hit on guys wearing wedding mm-hmm. rings. Every time I put my wedding ring on, I get a hit on. Yep. I don't wear it. But n- yeah, namely for that you're reason. You're used to seeing the rubber one, CLB. No, I used to wear um, no, I used to wear a ring on this finger, and that was oh, my aura, aura ring. ring. Yeah. But um you don't need it anymore. No, I started having pain in mm-hmm. my finger. Yeah. Like weird. Yeah. From the, the electrical fre- shit. From like, the RF frequency. So I just yep. quit wearing it. So yep. I'm done wearing it. Yep. And uh, I stopped wearing it. It's... Same thing with my earbuds. I can't wear them. It hurts. Well, I, I still wear them. My kid can't wear his ear, can't wear earbuds either. Connor. He says the same thing. It like vibrates in his head and it hurts. It it helps if you all have a brain. Or maybe it helps if you don't. <laughs> oh, the, the connotations there are so few and far between. <laughs> Crazy. Craziness. <sighs> Anyway, back to KJP. All right. This is a president who understands uh, what it's like uh, to uh, to make sure that we uh, put the American people first. And that's what he's going to continue to do. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. He understands what he it's understands. like to put the American people first. That's what hey, he's going to do. He understands, folks. That's, that's, all, that's all you have to know. You got it. He understands. All right. He has tools that he's used to, to make sure that we do this. We actually deal with the immigration system in a... He is a tool. That's what she meant to say. Uh-huh. ...main way, uh, and in a, in a way that is uh, uh, that actually deals with what we're seeing at the border. And that's why you've seen the parolee program be so successful. Uh, it has... It has um, it has a uh, uh, when it comes to illegal migration, you've seen it come down uh, by more than ninety percent, and that's because of this act, the actions that this president has taken. Yeah, he he legalized people overnight. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, this president has legalized tens of thousands of illegal immigrants and said, "Oh, now you're U.S. citizens." Oh, you didn't hear about that, mm-hmm. did you? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Maybe I let into something that I shouldn't have. Well, we have about four minutes, so. Maybe I should have started out with a story I should have started out with. Oh, yeah. No, your president did that. Joe Biden legalized tens of thousands of illegal immigrants that crossed the border. And he's going to legalize about 150,000 more. With the stroke of a pen? Yes. That's not legal. That's what I said. But yet it's going on. Because once once they give the citizenship, it's very hard to take it away, even Look, if you put it through court. It's it's like a mouse. It, you if bring you, it to court, you, you say it's not legal. They just say, okay, well, we won't do it anymore. But you can't take the citizenship away from the people that have already gotten it. If you give a mouse a crumb, 
he's going to ask for a glass of milk next. Mm-hmm. It is just mm-hmm. par for the course. Yeah. Well, play the next clip real quick, because uh, before we get out of here, this is great. Let me delete that. Let's go. Because in case you didn't know, maybe this is the problem with the computer. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe the EMP is about to hit. Oh, that's coming. That's definitely coming. You know that. Because there is another balloon over Hawaii, just in case you're not aware. If you're not aware, welcome to the conversation, pal, because yes, there is another balloon over Hawaii. NBC News this afternoon has a report of another mysterious balloon um, that the military has been, the U.S. military has been tracking around Hawaii. Is the White House aware of this, tracking it as well? Uh, is there any response from, from this podium? So I, I heard of the reports as I was com- literally coming out, out to, uh, to the podium. So what I would say is I would refer you to the Department of Defense on this particular question. Go ahead. All right. Back that to would the, be a, I don't know. Back to the DOD, meaning no, I just I found know. out and I don't know. Yep. Yep. Because, hey, I, I, I'm i not going to lie to you. Okay. I'm going to be fair about this. There is, you, you can be fair about this shit. I'm sorry. Press secretaries are normally kept in the dark, buried under shit. And they have mushrooms growing on top of them. Why? Because you always want to keep them in the dark and you never want to show them the light. It's important. Tom Carlson has stolen unbelievable documents from Fox News about JFK, and we'll share them publicly tonight. Sure. Okay. All right, Dennis. If you say so. If you say so. Um, we will uh, figure that out at the time. Hey, Either way, we got to get the fuck out of here. Play this last clip because um, it's, it's she's such a fucking liar. Do you, I already pulled it up. Are you serious though? Yeah, just play this last KGP right. clip. One more. One more. On Friday evening, a nine-year-old child was murdered along with four others in yet another shocking, horrific act of gun violence in America, this time in Cleveland, Texas. Two of the women killed were discovered on top of surviving children and appeared to be shielding them from gunfire. In all, five people were murdered by an individual armed with a powerful AR-15-style rifle. Well, as we all know, that's all a lie. Uh, well, not quite. I mean, what she doesn't say is that it, that that AR-15 was wielded by an illegal immigrant who's been deported four times already. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk about that. Four times. An illegal immigrant deported four times. She doesn't want to talk about that. Killed that Come family. On. She doesn't want to talk about that. Yep. She does not want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right. Either way, fuckers, we got to get yep. the fuck out of here. Josh is coming up next on the Red, Red Pill Project. Mm-hmm. Go check him out. You can also check out Liana tomorrow morning at 9.05. The lovely Liana Wilbert at the TNA Variety Show. And it's a variety. Trust me. You mm-hmm. never know what you're going to get. I hope she quits it with those fucking videos that she's been playing. That shit was cool the first day. It was really good video. Very informational the first day. That's because it was a friend of yours. And after that, they've... And the last two have blown balls. They've talked about making lists and putting people on lists and making people aware of lists. And I was like, nope. No, uh, no, no lists. Nope, We're on no enough lists. lists. I don't want to be on the list anymore. Nope. I'm done with that shit. You're on a list. You're fucked. That's all I can tell you because the federal government will use that against you at every chance they can get and Every single person, I'm sorry, Liana, I love you to death.
And I love you too, uh, Life of Brian, because you brought this on. And it, it your first episode was shit hot. And that's why I was like, you know what? I love yeah. this topic. Yes, please talk about this. And then they went into making lists, and this narrator seems to want to make lists for everything. I'm like, dude, either become a fucking American or go be a communist. Just do it somewhere else, not here. Mm. Holy shit. That right. shit drives me nuts. Anyway, yep. you can check out The Love of Liana tomorrow morning, and hopefully it's a better video. And Pray. don't forget to check out our featured sponsor, Fresh Mouth, at freshmouth.life. Um, get your at fluoride free nano silver toothpaste. We just got electric tooth, the electric toothbrushes and they're fucking amazing. They really are. I'm like, I'm loving it. My teeth have never felt cleaner. Seriously. Seriously. Even going to the dentist, like my teeth feel cleaner. Yes. No. I went through the, all the cycles. And the cool thing about the electric toothbrush is that it, it has the auto shut off, like at the time, what, two, three minutes or whatever. But it kind of has this pause when you should like switch sides of your mouth or like, you know, go from the top to the bottom. Um, anyway, so, uh, but it has different cycles. So clean and polish and vibrate and I don't know fucking jerk you off. <laughs> I think you were doing something else with it where you weren't supposed to be doing it. Anyway, it. no, that's not true. But <laughs> I did that with yours. <laughs> of course. Why do it with yours? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I know you were, Liana. I, I know exactly you were. I, I know you were, and I heard you, and I was, the echoing, the whole time. I was echoing everything you were saying. I was like, thank you so much. And I, that's why I didn't type in the chat because unfortunately I cut off after that and I couldn't listen to your show yeah. after that. But all right. So we will be back tomorrow. Five uh I'm sorry, five fifteen for Liana's yes. round, five thirty for the start of the it show because it's Tuesday. Tuesday so it's an earlier show because early show starts early. Yes. So so right. either way, we will be back tomorrow. You can check us out at five fifteen for the pre-show, which is just music. Six o'clock or I'm sorry. 5.30 yep. for the full show, yep. which we just start in with our intro, blah, blah, blah. That's what you're going to get. So come check it out. Either way, for the Mick. And V. Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. And don't forget, check out Liana tomorrow at 9.05. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously, is Josh next. is coming up next. You got it. So enjoy it. So for the Mick and V. Lynn, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Have a great night, fuckers. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for watching.
find me I'll be half drunk, strapped up in a whitey I can show you if it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can be Teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Blue collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing, but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat high And he straight pipes loud We need man up or sit your ass down. We done talking. Fuck around and find out. Love my country. 